home, you little dildo. Dude, don't call my brother a dildo. What's a dildo? Well, I don't know. And I'll bet Carmen doesn't know either. I know what it means. Well, what? I'm not telling you. What's a dildo, Kenny? <laughs> yeah, that's what Kyle's little brother is, all right. It's time for another episode of... 252. With your host, Professor Pat, Lady J, Kuwata Kirk, Ralphie E, Frank G, and Amy the Dream Master. Yeah, that's what I first had to find out. That, you know, one of the guys in the group been fucking taking pictures all over everything and posting it on his damn MySpace account and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, that's when I had to find out. Found out later because I didn't even have a profile. I didn't have nothing. You know, so I was, you know, had to find out later. Like, look, man, fuck you doing? <laughs> you taking pictures of me? Putting shit out there? Zero tech. <laughs> so let's see. Curtis Gaddy would have a tech of zero. <laughs> Probably negative <Yeah>. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a... Is that like oh, a role-playing game value or something? <laughs> Curtis yeah. Gaddy's tech value is zero. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis's pussy value up until the tech value was zero was twenty. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> it's like so. What 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 sided die do I roll for this one? I, I don't know. How do I get out of this? No, you you can't get out of it because uh, when girls have their claws on some shit that you did, <laughs> uh, there's no saving throw for that. <laughs> oh man Uh, does that make them the diggity master or what (laughs) the diggity master yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no diggity no doubt (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) when was the last time you played a role playing game Pat Holy shit. Oh, I was, oh, he's like, with uh, Dyson. I bet you mine was more recent than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Actually, yeah. I role play every fucking day as a responsible adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your character? A responsible adult? <laughs> Dude, so this that's is the funny, first time yeah. all four of us have talked in probably, you know, 25 years, right? Oh uh, yeah, God, yeah, all four of us. Yes, it, it, there, yeah, it's been like the early, like the mid '90s, probably. Yeah. Early '90s. Oh, right, early '90s, because uh, '90s. Yeah, that's yeah. All right, so I got a question. Who's the last person to talk to Donna? He wished me happy birthday this year. I didn't talk to him. It was all uh, email. He wished me happy birthday, and I was shocked. I was like, "Oh shit." And hit him back, and we did exchange phone numbers, but um, I just have not gotten around. And I know that sounds terrible because my birthday was like in June, but I have not gotten around. Oh, God. To say thank you. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Don, you know, it's like, a, you know, like a, when you're, when kids, everybody like has like that friend where even somebody were kind of like that, uh, the Eddie Haskell type friend, like, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, how are you? I just remember with Don's parents, I was kind of like the anti that <laughs> to the point where I would make like kind of lewd comments, you know, about his mom 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember she was like really hot. Oh, yeah. And I remember Don, Don's dad. I mean, he probably was maybe like maybe a year or two older than his wife, but he looked like he was really old. And I would always like bust, bust on him, talk about how old he was. And he was like, no, you like 18, 19 years old. You were in the bar, you know, smoking cigarettes with your buddies, drinking beers. And you would see that little girl on the swing set. You're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be mine one day. <laughs> yeah. And believe it or not, Don's dad did not have a uh, good feeling about the shit that Kurt was saying. It was all bad. <laughs> the yeah. best he actually, day of my You know what? I, going, thinking back on it, I mean, he took a lot of shit because, you know, those guys. I mean, I know. I mean let's be honest. They, they were from West Virginia. So I'm thinking they probably wasn't really feeling, you know, their son having his little black friend over at the house all the time. <laughs> and then for that kid to be constantly talking about, his wife, when she bends over and she's making cookies, I'm like, God damn, look at that ass. And, um, uh, and then like, Ralph, really, you see that? I'm like, come on, man, this is very inappropriate. Yes, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> and, there was, and there was the one time that he actually did attack me. I was saying, so I can't remember what I said. And he just shook the shit out of me on the porch. It was, de- it was deservedly <laughs> so. This is your best friend telling you that you deserved it. <laughs> Kurt looked like a bobblehead. He grabbed him by his like belt uh, <laughs> and shook him back and forth. And Kurt's like, oh, oh, oh. oh my god, this show was hilarious. You know the problem. <laughs> he probably would have done it a lot sooner, but he kept thinking in his head, you know what? This would look like a hate crime if I did it. You know. That I really think he was beyond. I think that man, he was fed the fuck up. He didn't care what color I was. I was this fucking annoying fly that he could not flick for years. And he finally got a hold of me. And he, I was, oh man, I was slipping too. I wasn't ready. I wasn't locked up. I wasn't in my fighting hands or nothing. He, he grabbed me, shook and broke my neck. Something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You saying you're oh, like, the shit out of me. <laughs> that was great. I mean, he was a grown man coming home from work, tired, got a beer in his hand, and then he's got to hear this motherfucker talking shit. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, old and man, now, how you doing? <laughs> yes, I'm eating you know, your you food. Get older and you re- and you really know about like manual labor because he like laid carpet. I mean, he was like down on his knees with those knee pads and doing that stuff like. Mm-hmm. Every day, you know, working 10, 12 hours a day. The last thing you want to do is come home and have a house full of young kids smelling up your house because we'd be like in his garage and then going to house sometimes. We mostly stayed at the garage. Yeah, yeah. We, we knew better. The man had forearms like uh, a steel worker. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I don't see why you weren't scared of him. I mean, he was a scary looking guy. Nice. Yeah, I remember. All I remember is he had this big, huge black beard. It was huge. <laughs> there was like fear of the beard, you know, back in the '88. <laughs> it was just like uh, he had this big, huge black beard. But I don't know something about him. I just felt like I had to keep coming at him day in and day out. <laughs> yeah. Talk about how oh, old he was, how slow he was. Oh, like you don't even speak good English, man. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't help your son with his homework, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I brought up the Dono thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All I remember yeah. is, is I would try to attempt to feel included by sparring and would end up either kicking someone in the nuts or getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I remember you, was, you were always really excited about jumping in and doing it. And Pat had the form that you would think Pat would have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, you're, you're wide open, man. No. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Professor, something terrible. <laughs> uh, lead with my forehead. <laughs> so, you know, post-military, you'd probably do it a little bit differently, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still the same. They lie. thought this man had to shoot a gun. Dude, I fixed radios. I didn't do anything. <laughs> There's not like a whole six months of underground boxing or stuff like we see in the movies. Come on, you have to make up this whole backstory. <laughs> right. I wish I could, dude, but I'd be a live motherfucker. No, I slept and read books and fixed stuff. No, I read books, got drunk, and then maybe showed up every once in a while to fix shit. <laughs> so it is pretty much like college then. Be all you can be. Give well, me there my was that one time when you came home. Uh, and um, this was the uh, our, our our personal um, when you have to make that decision of if you're gonna leave a man behind. <laughs> <laughs> that night that we went out, yeah. you know, San Francisco, we we're having a really good oh. time. <laughs> yeah, when I decided to disappear. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what's so funny? I remember because we were at that um, we were out in front of that um, that one. Um, it was a club back in the day, the the Palladium. We were kind of like out in front. And I remember seeing you, you know, like kind of like down the hill a little bit. And then I got distracted because there was like a, like a, like a bum fight going on in front of the uh, lusty lady theater. You know, <laughs> some, some preppy boys was trying to egg these uh, two homeless guys into a fight. And then uh, I remember looking at that. I remember looking at that and being like, "Damn, that's like kind of fucked up." But I, I, I didn't get involved. I just kept watching. And then uh, Ralphie came out of the club and he goes, "Hey, Kurt, man, where's Pat?" And I go, "Man, he's right there." And when I looked, nothing. You're gone. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, he was right down there just literally a second ago." We kind of walked down the hill. We kind of look left, look right. Next thing you know, we're walking a little more. We're in Chinatown now. Can't find you. We went back up to the club, what, grabbed Puck, was like, look, we lost Pat. You know, you go down Broadway, I'll go down Kearney, you go down here. We're looking around. No cell phones. So we're cell phones. Yeah, there's no cell phones. So we're looking. Next thing you know, man, a couple hours go by, the sun is starting to creep up. And I remember uh, we were kind of fucked up. We kind of left the decision to Ralph since he drove. It was like, look, man, you got to call it. Oh, we cannot like, find him. Yeah, the sun was coming up. <laughs> oh my god! I remember uh, the only thing that you know made sense that night was I. This dude handed me a busted Walkman, and he said, "Can you fix it?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm screwed up." Yeah, welcome to Chinatown. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. yeah, because I want to say, I mean, you got to remember too. I mean, we were only like. I think Pat had just turned like 21. 20. Yeah, we may have been 21, but I kind of doubt it. I, I swear. Might have been 20. I remember because I remember it was around your birthday because I was actually dating who's my wife now, 
but we were just dating back then. And I do remember her finding out it was her birthday and she made a cake and got a friend. We all came over and you were looking like, wow, you guys got me a birthday cake. And I was surprised too. I was like, man, I just started dating this chick. She's going to be a keeper. There's a whole bunch of shit that happened after that. (laughs) (laughs) Scooby-Doo transition in there. (laughs) But I do love my wife. I do love my wife. She, She did turn out to be a good girl. Later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happily ever after shit. Our happily ever after took like 20 years, but we got there. Or like right. a speed in Tyrone. Well, that was some bullshit. Happy times. Happy times. I, yeah, the I, worst part about that night, though, is that we were on trucker speed. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was right. He introduced that to us that night, too. That's why we were up so late. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'd have been sleeping, but I remember my you got an extra <laughs> you got an extra three hours of us looking for you because of that. Oh, <laughs> because of the good that did. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, what, no. what was his little concoctions? Mini thins cut with uh, yeah. notos? <laughs> Something crazy. Oh, He's like, yeah, just take these. We'll be all right. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Pat. Uh, how many of these do I take? One or two? He's like, no, I usually take six. I was like, what? <laughs> sounds and feels dangerous, but okay, I'm in. Oh, it's probably about like people that drink six Red Bulls now. It's probably about the same amount. Dang, right? Not that yeah. that's any wiser. You know. Definitely not. Yeah. I remember uh, when we were, uh, this was like uh, when Rays were like getting popular and we were like down in those Red Bulls. And then um, when I took that first piss, and I was scared because it was like this neon green color. And I was like, this cannot be right. <laughs> this has got. Like under a black light, you go to those bar bathrooms <laughs> with the black lights. And like, what the fuck is that? You know? It looks like it looks like you're pissing Ecto cooler. And it's not good at all. <laughs> Ooh, that's a nice deep pull right there. <laughs> that's a very yeah, specific in color. in the 90s. Where was yep. the spot so out there? San Francisco, I take it. Eh? No, we first started going to Oakland. There was this Home Depot out in, in Oakland. Saw a Grandmaster <laughs> Flash. Cool. Oh, yeah, African Bambata. Yeah, I remember talking to this chick, and she kept calling them Africa Bambata. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm in love with you. <laughs> Africa Bambata. Gotta love the funky yeah, ass. Yeah, I remember dancing all night with this girl, and then at the end of the night finding out she was extremely underage. I was like, oh, wait, man. they don't guard nobody in here? At least she wasn't a dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened to a, a buddy of ours. He, and he got yeah, that, he got really bad. He got really mad. He got violent. But then again, man, you know, yeah. you can't just be making out with people in the club. Man. You got to. Right. You got to know. You got to find out, find out first. That's on you, all right? Yeah, the worst yeah. part was that all the guys knew, like everybody knew he was with a, with a dude. Nobody told yeah. him. Yeah, it's like, mm, this is going to end badly. <laughs> well, it's great. waiting to see how long it takes that person to figure out. You're like, surely they're going to figure it out before they get to, oh, nope, guess not. Nope. <laughs> oh, man, you didn't know. Even though my brother, my brother was like, man, that dude was fine. Yeah, he was, oh. he was very attractive. <laughs> yeah, it was a cute dude, but, you know, you got to, mm, got to know when to fold him. <laughs> if you do that song in today's world, it might have a new meaning. You remember <laughs> We were on, uh, what was that, North Texas, and that motorcycle went by, and we were like, 
check out that ass or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Ralphie, man, that is a dude. You said, if that's a dude, that's the best ass I've ever seen. And we pull up, you see the beard. The worst part about it, too, is that, uh, <laughs> is that he could hear me and he gave me his number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let him suck my dick. But <laughs> I'm not gay. No, what happened hey, was, he, uh, he did. Hey, I would have to say that guy really did have some long, he, luxurious hair. It was, it was quite. <laughs> and, uh, I can see how that you know, threw you off. <laughs> every time when you put the extra on it, and it's like, oh, man, all right. <laughs> I'm never going to live this down. When you pull up and you see the manly features and face and the open shirt to the navel, he's like, oh, man, he got just it. <laughs> it's a dude. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah. I, was, uh, I mean, there's been a couple times that uh, we were in San Francisco, and, um, again, <laughs> uh, we went into this bar. Well, uh, me and Tom didn't go in. <laughs> Ralphie and Pierre Jackson <laughs> It looked like hey, it looked like everybody was having a really good time inside. And the one thing I'm I'm not gonna lie, I have my little brother with me, so that was the reason why I didn't go. And then Tom was gonna have a cigarette, so we didn't go in. And uh, Ralph and they was like, hey, we're gonna take a, a lap around, go to the bathroom, see what's up. And we're out there, and you see all these girls just dancing in the windows, having a good time. And Tom kind of was like, cigarette leans over to the bouncer. He goes, yes. man, there's a lot of women up in here tonight. And the bouncer looked at him with this funny, disgusted look on his face. He said, man, there ain't no woman in there. And we were like, oh. what? <laughs> Smash cut to PMC and I in the men's room. And, you know, we're taking a piss at the urinal. Third urinal over, one of these hot chicks comes in and hikes up her skirt. And we're like, what the... <laughs> You know, the, yeah. the funny thing is, PMC told us, man, we we had walked in there, and I was like, hey, Ralphie, man, these girls are all over. This is awesome. After we piss, we're coming back out here, and we are getting paid. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the bathroom incident happens. We're like, all right, we're out. That's when uh, Ralphie uh, coined the phrase, somebody has got to be watching this. This has got to be a sitcom for some... Uh, <laughs> right, like the watcher. Uatu is watching us. <laughs> what if you was watching us? Or uh, yeah. <laughs> well, what was that show? That movie Sliver. Yeah, oh, so exactly. Sharon Stone in a like, bathtub. Uh, I would have to say the premise. Of, the premise of that movie was much better than the actual performances of any of the actors. I actually it think the B forty music video was better than the movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whose music video? UB40, remember that was the oh, God. movie that I, had Those the... guys sucked. I never watched their music videos. Do they have one for that movie, though? I don't even remember that. Well, that's what I'm saying. The movie was so bad that it oh, made okay. me want to watch it. <laughs> the movie sucked, and the song sucked, and hi, Amy. Hi. <laughs> Whoa. Well, well, we've got that's a break in the class. Exactly. Well, it was like a, a temporary pause in the conversation. You came in just time. We were just talking about terrible 90s uh, Sharon Stone movies. Oh, knockoffs or, or, of, uh, actually, Ralph Fibbin a little bit. We were talking about his visits to gay bars <laughs> and, and how they let the bad Sharon Stone movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, because that you, always you would happens. Think that right? would make me embarrassed. I, I am not embarrassed. <laughs> All right, I've been to gay bars before and had a great time. <laughs> 
And I only but came one. They are, they are. And my husband, actually, my husband and two other Marines, one time we went, um, they came up from North Carolina with us to Virginia. And we took them into D.C. And we went, took a big crew of us and went to a gay bar. I was pregnant as hell. There was three Marines there and they were all comfortable as hell with it. They were actually the one, my one friend, Chris, he was so fucking drunk and he was getting hit on and letting the guys buy him drinks. He took his wedding band off. At one point we were like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, free drinks. (laughs) Yeah, we were, we had went to one of those. It was just a, it was a normal club, but it happened to be gay night so i mean we didn't know so we're going in there and of course it was a group full of guys so they didn't make anything of it we go in there and after a while we're like you know you're dancing around you're trying to you know you're trying to go out to the dance floor and get into the mix and you're like looking around you're like hey wait a tick <laughs> all, the, oh, yeah. all the boys the boys and all the girls with girls huh that's that's what's going on and yeah, i remember ralph and his dude trey that we were with they were having a blast that I'm actually you, happened was, to me and my dad. I was dancing with these two lesbians. It was great. There you go. Me, um, we went to Colorado for my brother's wedding, and it was me, my dad, who at the time was, you know, he he would go out and have. He was in good health at the time, so he would go out and have a couple beers or whatever. And it was me, him, my brother's best friend, two best friends. They were the best mans of the wedding. And we asked the lady at the hotel, what, where can we go get a beer? So she's like, oh, just go down the street to this bar here across this road on the left. So we walk in and we're sitting there and we're drinking a beer and we start to look around and notice. And I see a couple skirts. So I didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden, like my brother's skip, friend Scape turns around. And he's like, uh, this whole bar is all dudes. And I'm like... I turned around, I stopped, and I looked, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I've never seen Uh-oh. five, like, guys. Even my dad, like, just slammed the goddamn beer down, and we were like, on to the next. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Like, this could be some fun. <laughs> of course it can be. You always hang out at the manhole, okay? <laughs> but how did it lead into bad Sharon Stone movies is what I'm confused about. How did it not? <laughs> <laughs> Remember okay. Sliver? Wasn't that a great one? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that one though. Basic would, instinct started it all. Basic that yeah, basic that one I've seen. Not recently, but that's that's another movie that they made a huge deal about uh, how explicit it was. That if they put it out now, it could probably you know get away with just it. run on cable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll right. just run on cable. <laughs> It so could run to, on regular TV. What are you talking yeah. about? Like oh, that parts that you're Saturday supposed to see, you don't really see. You know, it's, it's not. It's not like it's a focused on thing. It's like okay. So I don't think that and the violence is very mild to, overall. So I mean, really, that that movie is kind of lame as far as people now are concerned. What's this stupid crap? Right, compared yeah. to some of the shit I'm watching right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Anyone wa- watched? Uh, what was the uh, what was the movie with Elizabeth Berkley in it? Showgirls. Oh, Showgirls. Showgirls. Has, has anyone watched that? <laughs> I movie love that movie. movie. Have you seen it all the way through though? Have, or do you yes. just <laughs> every time it's on? <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I, I usually only get three out to it, but. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, seriously, that's not that good. That's that was really for the joke. It's not that. She needs to not blonde up her hair for that film if you wanted to achieve the full five. <laughs> you go. It was that bad blonde it, hair that it, was not doing it. Like, oh, Jesse, what happened? Yeah. Well, you know, I know that they made a, a sequel to that movie, and I'm trying to get it. I can't find it. I don't think they ever actually made it, did, did they? They actually do it. No, they made a sequel. They did. Might be one of those where they only use the name. Huh? Yeah, and well, the girl that played okay, all right, the girl that played uh, Heather in it, the one that was, uh, you know, the black guy, and he, you know, had to leave her for the other girl because she was pregnant, and he was gonna get work with yeah. dad like a, yeah, that that guy. I guess him and her went on, and they did Showgirls too. Oh. Electric Boogaloo. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> or, or that's what all the message boards say. I mean, I need to find it for myself. Have you guys heard about Electric Boogaloo, the Canon <laughs> Films thing? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch that. Is it on Netflix, Pat? I don't know if it's on Netflix. It just came out on demand. I think about six months ago or so. What is so it? I don't know. I right. It. Yeah. So it's a it's a story. Is it follow of the, the movie. No, no, it's about the yeah. Canon films, the two brothers. They were these two Israeli dudes. Um, okay. And they just, I mean, they made some of the worst movies and some of the best movies of the 90s. Oh, yeah, they did all that. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck yeah. Norris movies, the worst yep. of Schwarzenegger probably was involved there. Yeah. Yep, Charles Bronson movie. Or yeah, not, the, the really bad Death Wish movies. Yep, yep, yep. But the crazy thing is, is that they did, um, I mean, they did, like, what, what kicked it all off was Delta Force. You know, yeah, they yeah. made it. They made a shitload yeah, of Chuck videos. Norris. Delta Force. Yeah. And uh, what was the other dude? Lee Marvin. Gotta have a Chuck Norris in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did tons of movies. Oh like yeah. Anyways, it's yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely check that out. The Golan Globus. Uh, aren't they a part of it as well? I think that's one of the brothers, aren't they? Yeah, that, that yeah, was I half of that play. team. Right. Half of that team, yeah. So, uh, hopefully oh, you knew you were in the street when you saw that logo. Well, <laughs> unless it was Superman 4. <laughs> well, yeah. No, Superman 2. 2 was good. 4 is the bad. 2 yeah, was great. Four was, 2 was awesome. Wait, wait, was wait. You, you don't like the quest for peace? <laughs> no, oh. I like it. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. Not- didn't he fight Nuclear Man? What was it? <laughs> Lex Luthor with Ducky in a pink Cadillac. Ducky. Strike one. You know, <laughs> uh, Nuclear Man with looking like Mel Gibson had sex with Sting and made a, an evil villain. Strike two. <laughs> and strike three. Superman. Blue lasers. The rebuilding the Great Wall of China. Vision. Where do you get that power? <laughs> Superman four made Superman three look like Superman two. Yeah, Superman 3 <laughs> gets a bad rap because it's really a Richard Pryor movie with Superman hanging out. You know, It's not really right. a Superman movie because there's too much Richard Pryor. But then it scares the shit out of every little kid when that lady gets turned into a robot at the end. Right. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I just, when I showed it to my kid, I'm like, I'm not going to tell him. I wonder if this is going to still scare a new generation. He's like, ah! See how it still works. <laughs> Let me see. I'll have to do it to my kid and see if it. Well, it probably will scare probably one. They want to be turned into robots and walk around. Robots, yeah, <laughs> that's very true. 
Can we do that, Mom? I had like a bad daddy, uh, a bad daddy <laughs> moment a couple weeks ago. I don't know. If, I don't know if I told you guys or not, but um, there was a that movie that came out. that was like uh, the Maze Runner, the Scorch Trials. Okay. And I was like, all right, you know, I saw the first Maze Runner with the kids. I was like, all right, it was had a couple of little things with the aliens or monsters, or whatever with it. But they were like, they wanted to go see the second one. So I was like, all right. So I take, you know, the boys and my daughter, we're going to go see this uh, movie. And I did not know that they had, like, zombies in this one. And they were, like, fast zombies. And the boys were scared. They, they were scared. And it was at one point where you can, you know how the music goes, and you know it's about to be a really scary experience. A really my, scary uh, thing. My, yeah. My, my nine-year-old goes, Dad, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, oh no! Okay, and then my thirteen-year-old goes, "Dad, I'll take him. Don't worry about it." I was like, "Oh, oh, you're both leaving." <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll go." They're like, "Dad, yeah, I gotta take a crap, so I'll be gone for a while." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh yeah, the movie's kind of scary, I guess." <laughs> that, that hey, Kurt, that reminds me of when didn't you take Bone to see Hellraiser when he was like eight? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It was funny. It was one of my mom's friend's sons. He was like, yeah, I'll take him to go to the movie. And uh, I guess as soon as Pinhead came on screen or something, my brother was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he was gone. And the guy had to go chase him out of the movie theater, had to drive him home, brother cried. He was all shocked. He was like, oh, this is scary. No, and I was like, because I, I think he was like seven at the time. I'm like, why would you take him to go see Hellraiser? <laughs> I'm saying, got hell in the title. Come on, yeah. He was like, "Come on, man, let's go." My brother tell you to this day that was like a that was a traumatic experience for him oh in his God, life. He's yeah. like, he said he's never seen the Hellraiser movies to this day because he got scared so bad when he was a child. He just didn't want to see any of them. Like he knows the character, he knows who it is, and everything like that. I mean, he can see it as an adult, but he's like, "Yeah, I'm still not fucking with Hellraiser and those movies." <laughs> That's what happened to my son, my five-year-old with Chucky, like, and, but my three-year-old is the one that did it. He, like, either pulled the movie up on Netflix, is what I think happened, or he found a thing on YouTube, and, he, and it was the beginning, it was actually the original Child's Play, it was when when they were actually doing the satanic ritual to, you know, make Chucky, Chucky. And like led into that and whatever after that, he's he's scared to death of fucking Chucky now. And he's scared to oh, death of everything. Yeah, like he's scared. Well, it's not even that. Like he's afraid of like Halloween decorations now. Like he's if he's very sketchy of everything now. Like he's just warming up back to watching certain other programs that he used to like. But Jason's like, I did it. He read it himself out. He was like, Yep, I did it. I showed him the movie. And I'm like, Why are you watching that? And he's like, It don't scare me, Mama. <laughs> I'm like, Um, I don't care. Where's the parental lock yeah, on this he... goddamn thing? Like, where <laughs> you are not watching that shit? Like, no. Ooh, How do boy. we print? Yeah, like I, mean, I, I watched. I, I saw Alien when I was younger. I mean, and I'm talking oh, about. Man, yeah, I remember yeah. the last three minutes. Alien scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, I, ain't like that. I, I ain't like that one bit. <laughs> yeah, but See, I was five when I my, seen Nightmare on Elm Street. My mom's favorite movies were, you know, the thing. Uh, 
and uh, just every horror movie that came out in the early '80s, she was on it, and uh, you know, I was forced to watch that stuff. And that's how know, my mom was. Was you know, old enough to know all right, prosthetics, makeup, blah blah blah. But still, it's terrifying when you see Alien as a yeah, <laughs> like a, or Freddy Krueger, or the only one she wouldn't let me watch. Like she started pre-screening them, but she they would not let me watch The Exorcist until I was at <laughs> least you know in you my know, teens. They would. She was like, nope. You're not allowed to see my that. My mom has you. this story about being pregnant with me while she was watching The Exorcist, and she felt like it, it messed with her. Like, she was all upset and everything. She was like, oh, something's wrong with the bitch. She kept thinking something was wrong with me, you know. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm born cool water curse in the belly. Like, <laughs> I'm affected by it. She was like, she'll tell you to this day because she said she, she scratched my dad in the face because she was so scared. She went to, like, grab onto him and, like, scratch the shit out of him in his face. <laughs> And then when I was born, I had like this lazy eye, and she feels like <laughs> the trauma from the movie affected my eye. <laughs> it's not like she was fucking with the Ouija board herself when she was pregnant, which I wouldn't even do. But well, that's funny. And said that that movie had a devilish energy about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard many stories about that as well. Uh, that's one thing, being in the field that I worked in for as long as I did. When it comes down to like shit like that, that's real, like demons and stuff like that and all that fun jazz. Most of those movies that did take oh, yeah. place back then that did include them were legit shit that really didn't go down much more than they do now so, right now it's a lot more yes hollywoody it's all hollywoody yeah i mean they'll still take people's stories like i could take my story from the house that i lived in in north carolina no problem to a person and probably sell the story and they could probably sure. make a movie out of it because i've got all the documentations and journals i like kept a year's worth of journals of everything that happened in that house, even dreams. And then they, you know, they had, they had a they had a TV show come and film our house after about two years after I had moved out, they had finally gotten a TV show, the Zach, John Zaffis to come in and help. And he's worked on a lot of, um, cases with demons his uncle was ed warren and 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 lorraine warren that was his aunt and uncle and they did amityville and Ooh. and yeah. uh they worked on uh he john zaffis worked on the house uh how haunting in connecticut he wasn't right. a part was, of, was the, of the set. based on them too um he wasn't in that but he is in like like if you're doing the extra scenes and stuff he's in the interview part section of it like talking about the situation that happened but he's not he didn't have anything to do or want anything to do with the hollywood version but there is like a discovery channel version that's a two-parter that he's actually in but still oh, yeah, to this day up. he will not he still to this day will not talk about what he's seen in that house as far as that what the demon was yeah I so, would, yeah it wouldn't have been in the house for that. Like just as soon as the first thing happened, I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> right. Yeah, we and go, when, 
And when <laughs> his uncle passed away, because his uncle, Ed Warren, you know, he was a huge paranormal investigator slash demonologist. And his wife, Lorraine, was like a psychic. So they did all of these new movies that are coming out, like Annabelle, The Conjuring. Yeah. They worked the on all those good. cases. Annabelle was awful. Awful, but I got like they the stuff that they took actually from those houses and stuff. He started his own little collection of quote unquote haunted mu- museum. Ed Warren did, and when he passed right. away, he gave it to John, and John had already started his as well. So now he's got this haunted museum that's so actually open to the, collection. exactly and he opened it to the public so you can go to connecticut to john zaffis's house and he's got a haunted barn slash museum of all these cursed like romantic getaway to me right <laughs> like to me it would be <laughs> i don't know about that um but we, well i've <laughs> got i've been that literally that sounds like my nightmare it was. It wasn't like he. Everything's bound and sealed, and he goes through this whole ritual oh, every yeah. day. But it's like not in his house. It's like on his property. But we got to go through a private tour once it was built, and so I got to see the actual real Annabelle and all these crazy things. And now there's actual things from our house that we lived in in North Carolina in this fucking barn. So like, what the Man. hell is there? Yeah. Is there ever like a haunted sex toy? Like, Oh my God, this dildo <laughs> stop moving. It's doing its own thing. We can't, we can't do anything with it. It's behind glass and it just keeps banging on the glass. It's just it's, uh, it's all- today on Scooby-Doo mysteries, Lady Gaga. There is no demonic dildo. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, they should sell those for Halloween, dude. dude they totally, they totally must. They have dragon dildos. It's supposed to be like a dragon dong. They've got to have haunted ones. I'm sure. You push the push the button. It goes. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait. It already goes. <laughs> we need a new. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let me take the trident penis and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they call that the sit and they call that the sit and spinner, the sinner, the 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 sit and sinner. There you go. I'm sorry. Did you say the sit and spinner? Oh, yes. <laughs> the sit and right, spinner. And another ten minutes of w- wasted airtime. <laughs> oh, that's that's the best part. That was my fault. Yeah. I brought up the no. Actually, it wasn't. He brought it up. But no, I have not seen a demonic dildo. I'm sorry. I've seen about a demonic everything else, but not that. I'm not Googling for it. (laughs) I'm sure there is. Well, wasn't there that movie, The Entity or something, where the poltergeist sex with the the lady? That's actually based. That was actually actually a legit researched, studied story, actually. For real, that I, and there's actually quite a few people, believe it or not, from being in the paranormal field and interviewing people, as many people as I have on radio shows. There's several people that have written books about ghost sex and having ghosts, sex with ghosts and hey, entities. I've had and a lot ghosts of ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> 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 it's not like the ISIS guide to goat sex. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, this this conversation's this just taking a horrible, horrible turn. Oh my god! Horrible. Hey, turn. You have, to have goat sex. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> How did Ralph pick up rabies from the goats? <laughs> oh. yeah, well, you know what they say. A man can build a thousand bridges, but if you fuck one goat, don't fuck her. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The uh-huh. heading on this video is demon dildo, goat fucker. All, all good stuff. All Listen, good stuff. Everything is lost control since I've got on. I, what, what, it's what happened is you effectively walked into a high school locker room. I literally walked in and all hell is just broken loose. And it happens out and I don't even care. You see how that goat was dressed? It was begging for it. I mean, come on. Uh, I'm saying. Yeah, on this fuck me hoops. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about again? <laughs> Can we just wind it for a few yeah. minutes to figure out right. how the dildo hit in the glass pane? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was because of what I was talking about. But and to believe this whole thing started crazy. with bad Sharon Stone movies. Right. It all started because of that. Sharon Stone movies and gay bar. And it just how do you get from, from Sharon Stone to goat fucking with a demonic dildo? I don't know. You know Kevin Bacon is probably in the middle somewhere. It's okay. <laughs> he's, the de- he's the demon. He's the demon more like secretly. Seth Logan. <laughs> uh, I, who was I talking? I think I was, was. I think I was talking to Ralphie. Well, they were talking about like the, the, you know, like how superhero, everything superhero, superhero movies, superhero TV shows. They said that's like the new westerns. Like they're all gonna end up playing themselves out. You know, very oh, soon. Spielberg. Oh, it will. The one who said that. He's like, he basically said that uh, one of these dates, uh, um, comic book movies will be perceived as as this uh, generation's westerns. Yeah. Uh, um, there's a, I mean, there's something to be said about that because they are slightly oversaturating. And when I say slightly, I'm using the finger. <laughs> you know, because you know when Jessica Jones gets her own TV show. I'm like, wait, who? <laughs> why? Why is Jessica Jones? Why is uh, you know, the 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 Rocket Raccoon in a movie? I mean, why are we watching this? But again, it was a damn good movie. The Galaxy, though. come on! I watch it every time. <laughs> I was gonna say, dude, I was I I was sitting in that theater the day it came out. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I finally. I'm, I, I'm not even a big. I'm like, I'm like not even a big Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy fan at all. I actually went because I kind of like uh, Chris Pratt, his acting, and I was like, oh, I mean, you know, I was like, you know, it is a Marvel movie, so I gotta, you know, I know it's going to be all connected, and it turned out to be, I think, it's probably one of my favorites, you know. Yeah, that uh, one's good. Outside of the first Iron Man, I, I'm I sure I'm one of the few people that has Rocket Raccoon number one. I bought that when that came out. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> that, that was a quarterback book for a long time too. Yeah. You guys hear the story about Iron Man that they basically let Robert uh, Downey Jr. and uh, what is what's his name John Favreau? Favreau. They yeah. just let him like ad lib the whole fucking movie. They, mm-hmm. they, they had uh, a lot. Yeah, a lot of it was um, ad lib. Unscripted. Because even when you watch those behind the scenes, they always talk about 
uh, this is the one you know Robert Downey Jr. He added like a like an Age of Ultron when he said, "Well, I'm gonna if I pick up the hammer, I'm gonna reinstitute." Uh, uh, I mean, that was yeah. yeah, that was his line. Like that, of course, you know. I mean, because let's think about what that really is. It's like, wow, is this gonna bring back random rape, huh? <laughs> so we're doing that now. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> my, my kids, we were watching that. They're like, Daddy, what's that? I'm like, uh. <laughs> Sorry Daddy doesn't that. want to explain it. Shut up. <laughs> Eat candy. Eat you know, my nine year old, he doesn't let anything go. Daddy, no, Daddy, what is that? <laughs> Don't look yeah, at that. Son. <laughs> we're going to watch Don't Hellraiser after this, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, The Exorcist. <laughs> I did watch uh, Kurt. I, you'll oh my god! I actually did watch Aliens with uh, my oldest when she was probably six or seven. I thought it would be okay to watch because it had the uh, young female protagonist Newt, and she was like a strong little badass girl. I was like, yeah, you know what? Uh, my daughter, she's six. I bet she'll be able to relate to that. Oh man, it was no. terrifying. I shouldn't have said. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, I would I would definitely cover her eyes when something would get like really too intense, or you know, ears when Bill Paxton went off or something. But I mean, she could still hear the death and destruction. It was bad. I shouldn't have done that. I'm horrible. Yeah. So she still remembers that too. <laughs> she still remembers it. She's 22. She still remembers that. Uh, yeah, like I said, after I took the kids to see the scorch trials, when I came home from work in the morning, <laughs> they were all in the bed. <laughs> like, everybody's in, in my bed. With my, I was like, even my 13-year-old, he was sleeping at the foot of the bed. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Get out of the bed. <laughs> four little boys all sleeping in one bed. Get out of here. Go, get in your own bed. That's what you can. Yeah, I mean, as I watching, I was like, hey, this is just makeup. That's big giant suit i know it looks scary and very terrifying but it's all it's not real blood it's not you know all that gooey stuff that's just like petroleum jelly dad what petroleum jelly uh d just don't worry about it just just watch this it's a technical marvel okay <laughs> oh my god yeah I'm not a fan of petroleum jelly I, don't, I never like the way it beat it up in the shower <laughs> <laughs> It was hard to clean up. I'm like, dude, this yeah. is not working. <laughs> it's all hard to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> we went there again. Yeah, yeah it's my wife, she gets upset with me because so I have right. this, I have this move that I do. Like after, after I yak, I take my hand <laughs> and kind of wipe it on the inside of her thigh, just like, yeah. <laughs> Get this off of me. Oh like, why, why do you always do that? I'm like, man, man, that's my move. <laughs> Get up and yash. You know, wipe it off on the inside of you. That's what I do when I'm on stage wow. in Vegas. It's <laughs> 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 like, that's, that's kind of when you realize that's, that's been my move for like 20 years. That's that's <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh my God. I kind of grab the bass and I do this flick move. Yeah. <laughs> the catapult. Oh my God. Yeah. I call it the trade fouché. I'm so glad I called into this conversation tonight. <laughs> 
Right. We were talking about nerdy stuff until you got on the line. I know. Like, no. I get on the line and all hell breaks loose. What the it hell? Morphed into something weird. Oh, I know. Oh, gee. <laughs> That's Captain Up. How many campaigns are you doing? Orgy <laughs> starts out as a nice little quest to find the diamond. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're in a brothel. <laughs> Those are always good. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a choose your own adventure. Turn to page 47. Right. <laughs> Turn to page 69. <laughs> hey, uh, and, and speaking of brothels, let's all, uh, everybody, sh- send a shout out prayer to Lamar Odom. Oh, dude. Yeah, what happened? Mm. I didn't get to hear he, the whole story about what, that. What, what happened to the candy man? He was found unconscious, one of the, the bunny ranch. And uh, they airlifted, well, they were going to airlift him to the hospital, but he was too tall for the helicopter. So they had, to, <laughs> that's real. <laughs> they had the ambulance in there. It was, uh, oh. so I, he's apparently recovering, but I don't know if he's like responsible. No, but. no he hasn't, he hasn't responded yet. So hasn't. <gasps> nope. Oh, Damn. no, that's not good. Yeah. Well, see, that's the reason why you're not supposed to have sex and eat Skittles at the same time because <laughs> it's, too, it's too much of a, a euphoric release. You know, you got sugar, you're coming. You're talking about your signature move, and you're going to tell people about <laughs> euphoric releases and shit. Hey, well, at least I'm healthy. I'd like you people to listen to this exchange and tell us if you're healthy or not. <laughs> Set up a call now to vote. (laughs) (laughs) Press one if you want Robin to die. Press two if Curtis is healthy. (laughs) You would like Curtis to speak at your wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I knew that motherfucker. (laughs) I've been blown off a visit to my mom, so I might have to go up there. Tell your mom I said hi. (laughs) (laughs) Tell your mom we all said hi. Yeah. (laughs) But especially me. (laughs) Your mom. (laughs) Tell your mom. mom. Exactly. I'll I'll, I'll tell her that Curtis's signature move is still in effect. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she remembers. (laughs) Oh, no. He set himself up for that one. That was awful. He used to take the cigarette out of his mouth with his hand behind his head. Yeah, Curtis has kind of the same thing. (laughs) Well, you know it wouldn't be gentlemanly to leave it dragging on the ground behind me and shit. (laughs) Wait, what did he say? (laughs) Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm literally crying here. Are you going to Reading? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people wonder why in high school I wanted to hit that over the head with a hammer. <laughs> Man, that was just the one time. Had to get kicked out. Got to get kicked out of class. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I was actually scared for my life. I saw. It oh, it was Curtis's first day back. In- <laughs> That was fucking hilarious. Oh. All right, here we go. Kurt, Kurt was two weeks late coming home from uh, New York for the summer. School started. We all have the same art class, me, Pat, and Kurt. We're all at the same table. 
uh, we're laughing and joking. It's a, a great morning, having a great time. I don't know how the conversation turned, but it did. And uh, Kurt picked up a hammer and he was about to hit Pat in the head with it. <laughs> we were drawing hardware. We, we yeah. put, remember she put all kinds of like a rusty knife and a, you know. <laughs> a boot there. Hey, kids, stab it and hurt yourselves. With she stuff. put a whole bunch of weapons in front of us and said, here, don't do what your natural instincts are. Yeah. <laughs> and Draw these things. Maurice, don't worry. We didn't put anything on your table because we know you'll make a shiv. It'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> would you fuck her? Ah, would. <laughs> sorry, that was an inside joke. I'm sorry. I apologize. Who are the two blonde chicks, Curtis? Who are those two chicks? Oh, man. You know what? All right. First of all, all right. I'm not going to say <laughs> like it was a uh, – what was that? What was that? Someone teacher? Uh, what was her name? Mary? Mary Paterno? Paterno? Whoever. I'm not going to say it was quite that situation. But I did oh. kind of have like a teacher who was really into me. I mean, I was into her. She was into me. She grabbed my ass. Nobody believed me. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Ms. D, grab my ass. <laughs> Nobody believed me. There was this one time we were at this art show. And I had my stuff on display and stuff like that. You know, me and Ralphie had actually went to the show earlier and was helped set up and the whole thing. So we get there. We're all dressed up in our nice clothes. And um, I see Miss D, she's standing there. Me and Ralphie go over there. She's with her husband. And she goes, oh, whatever the guy's name was. She was like, oh, this is my student, Curtis, I told you about. I stick my hand out to shake his hand. He's sitting there with his arms crossed over his chest just looking at me. And I have my hand. It was the hardest thing I ever saw. This grown man had his arms Refusing to shake Curtis's hand. It, he was sat there <laughs> and probably sitting with his hand out. <laughs> I'm still sitting there with my hand out. I look over at Ralphie. I'm like, you see this shit? <laughs> and Ralphie's looking around at me. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sitting there. And she's like, she gets all uncomfortable. She's like, yeah, okay, well, uh, well, yeah. And she's like trying to talk her way out of it. And I'm like, the only thought that I had going in my head is, Somebody must be talking about old cool water current at the house because <laughs> this motherfucker is mad. And you don't want to shake my hand? What happened? She said my name? She said my name, didn't she? <laughs> my name. Bitch, say my name. Oh, my God. I, this, is, this is conjuring up a weird thought in my head of her screaming your name while she's having sex with her husband. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How else will you explain what happened? I, I was a 16-year-old kid. Right. I thought I'm meeting this dude for the first time. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, there was another time where um, there was there was there was this girl. There was this girl in the class, and to this day, I blame Pat for for. I mean, I mean, I did take a long time to try to ask her out, but I feel Pat completely ruined my chance. God, it's it, all your fault, yeah, Pat. I mean, this girl was like, she was like this, uh, was out of your league. Complete. Yeah. Well, not really. Cause I had this move where, um, you know, I wanted to ask her out <laughs> I and, I, and I, and I couldn't. I so I did move. that thing where it's like, I would like you to model for me, you know? And I did this model, you know, she, she modeled. Chester move. Okay. Yeah. I tried, I tried that move. Well, there was this like it was like coming down to the last thing. I think she was like leaving or something like that. And so I had mustered up all this. Yeah, she was transferring out, and then I, you know, mustered up the confidence. I finally was going to go over to to ask her out, and I was like, "Hey, 
you know, when they asked you something, she was like, what? She was looking at me, and I was looking at her, and there was this moment, and I was just, all right, I'm just about to come out and say it. I was trying to give myself a little mental psycho, and then all of a sudden, I hear Pat's voice, and he asked me this question. And to this day, he goes, Kurt, because he was sitting at a table with Ralphie and a whole bunch of people. They were having this big discussion. He goes, Kurt, who would win in a fight between Wolverine and (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man? And and right at that moment, I was like, I can't believe I'm about to go ahead and make my my move. And then you're going to ask me of all things, of course, Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) There's no doubt about it. So next thing I know, I get caught up in this argument about how Spider-Man is talking to Wolverine, but Wolverine is no, Spider-Man. Hey, hell no, Spider-Man would whoop his ass. <laughs> next thing I know, the bell rings. I realize what I was in the middle of doing. I turned over. She's gone. She's gone. That's it. That was it. That was so, it. yeah, you got Never caught blocked again. by Wolverine. You got caught yeah. by Wolverine and Spider-Man. Frequently. Yes. Yeah, Spider-Man would never cock Okay. <laughs> no. Well, did you guys hear? I don't think it made it out that way, but there was a guy in Frank. You remember where Rio Vista was, right? Sure. There was a dude about ten years ago who was caught. He was putting um, concrete. He or what he was doing is he was paid. He was an air, airline pilot, and he was paid to uh, take people's ashes and spread it out over the bay or Mount Diablo or the ocean or whatever. He was actually saving the canisters and he was mixing it with concrete because he was a contractor. So, like, people's patios and foundations and stuff were mixed with people's ashes and stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Those poor people. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of fucking haunted houses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, every time we have a barbecue, this demon dildo shit. <laughs> <laughs> damn that demon dildo. I'll call John's Zaffis. I'll call him. Um, I will call him because if there is a haunted dildo out there, he will need it for his collection. <laughs> and he'll take it willingly, I'm sure. He'll travel across. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's got some crazy stories. Like, Trust me, he's went cross town to collect some of the, you know, some of the shit that's in there. And there's some crazy shit in there. But no dildos. How would you fill out that police report? Fucked by demonic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it might be fun. Hey. Well, I don't know. I've heard terrifying stories about, like, I guess a demon, it's called a succubus. You're the goddamn succubus. Succubus trying to take my baby. Wait, no, suck you by. You know, the sucky bus. Wait, which one's the woman? Is the sucky bus. bus. Which bus are you taking? I'm taking the sucky bus. Sucky bus. This, this is now a South Park episode, ready? Oh my god, the demon dildo fuck Kenny. Does it, does it look like Mr. Hanky, only it's white and has horns? Okay. 2.52. That does it for this episode. Check out our website at RetroNerds252.com for links and show notes. Tune in Friday nights at 9 for FNA, the new live show from Amy the Dream Master and Friends. Less nerdy, more creepy. You can find that on our YouTube page or through the link at RetroNerds.com FNA. 
Thanks for listening. starting to get very depressed so I went to the Kiev and ate breakfast then as I walked down 2nd Avenue towards St. Mark's place where all those people sell used books and other junk on the street I saw my penis lying on a blanket next to a broken toaster oven some guy was selling it I had to buy it off him he wanted 22 bucks but I talked him down to 17 I took it home washed it off and put it back on. I was happy again, complete. People sometimes tell me I should get it permanently attached, but I don't know. Even though sometimes it's a pain in the ass, I like having a detachable penis. Together, together, together.